for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Hey, welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Today, we're going to be talking about how to raise confident girls, and we're going to focus on people. <laughs> Tea parties, which I know it just sounds crazy. And I've got my sweet daughter, Anna Carafi, with me. Hi, Anna. Hi, Mama. It's good to Be- be here. It's, I know this is this was your idea, so this should be a really fun show. But before we start, we're gonna we want to do a shout out to our sweet friends, Home Instead Senior Care. They provide trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. And we are just so grateful to them for all that they do for us. Now, Anna, welcome to the show. Hi, Mama. Good to be here. So when you I'm told excited me about tea parties. <laughs> me too. When you told me this was gonna be the topic, I was like, You've got to be kidding. But who doesn't love a tea party? Well and and even if you don't like get excited about tea parties in general, inevitably there's one that meant something to you along the way as a girl. Well, that's I was true. Thinking, I was thinking back about memorable just uh, other mo- other tea parties in the past. But do you remember the one in kindergarten that my kindergarten teacher threw for us? Oh, and she had us all happened. to her house, and she had oh. out like adult women like party clothes for us to dress up in, and hats and gloves and. I, it's so vivid to me. I was in kindergarten, and I still remember that. Well, and she, of course, I'm just going to say her name because people know her around East Texas. Loretta Van Cleve was one of the most amazing women to ever grace the face of the earth. She's the one who said, "Not all perspectives are valid. Not all perspectives are mature." And I, I what will a never great for- thing to say to a kindergarten mom. <laughs> I, I quote her all the time. I just quote her all the time. They're all family. Yeah. They might not be mature, but that's okay. We still want to hear what they think. I mean, what, what information what for our culture that where we're so in our culture, we're so desperate to accept everything that we don't always value it properly. Well, I just love what she she was. Such she a gracious woman. Yeah, she was really brilliant. We were so fortunate to have her as your teacher, not only yours, but also Ellen's. And it's interesting that teachers come up so quickly in this show because when you talk about raising confident kids, she really set a high bar just by inviting y'all to her home. And that was kind of amazing. So I want you I to share a little bit 20, with our... Tw- what, 20 little girls? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, w- I want you to share with our listening friends a little bit about Anna, about what you told me about why, why does it, why does it raise confident girls to teach them 
I mean, how can you use something as simple as a tea party to gain confidence for your daughter? I was sitting at a a tea party in my living room recently with my niece and my mother-in-law and my daughter. And and, uh, my mother-in-law and I were both in our shiniest dresses because the girls (laughs) had picked them out. And, And it was such a dear, you know, and the girls are in... I think they both actually had on, like, Disney Belle. They happened to match because that's what <laughs> the, the shiniest dress in their closet both happened to be Belle-themed. Oh, I and, love uh, I know. It was adorable. And after, it was just such a sweet moment. And oh. it wasn't awkward at all. I'm sitting there with my mother-in-law, and we're in these essentially prom dresses almost, you know, things that are just <laughs> in the back of our closet. We forgot we had even. Your mother-in-law's mine, amazing. Mine's from the 1970s. It's, like, got gold paisleys on it and my mother-in-law's looks like it's maybe from the late 90s it's a, a kind of a powder blue it's lovely but it has bead, a beaded top on it and uh-huh. nothing was born in the near the recent past this like we're just having we're just smiling and having a blast and it caught me thinking about why tea parties are important <laughs> well i can tell you if you had if you had pictures of that we could blackmail your mom-in-law because that just got no, no. to no she looks so elegant oh so elegant mom and and it wasn't, you know, so an odd context to be dressed to the nines. We're in my living room. Right. But, uh, but the little girls felt so special. And, and you know, they're doing the whole, would you like another cube of sugar? And, and uh, Grandy, please pass the whatever cookie it is. And may I have another cookie, please? And oh. we had rainbow-colored marshmallows and uh, whipped cream out of the, you know, where you, you bend Squirt. the top and it goes... <laughs> Oh, yeah, the squirt that's can. every child's favorite, the can of, of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sprinkles, everything. I mean, they eat, eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches shaped like hearts covered in sprinkles. Aww. Everything was covered in sprinkles. Oh, <laughs> did, did your daughter help you make all the goodies? Yes, and oh, we oh. drank out of my grandmother's teacups. They oh. picked the, the most pink, most shiny teacups to be their teacups for the tea party. I love it. So I just, as I was thinking about it, I realized that I hope both those little girls had the same experience I did, which is I don't think I've ever been intimidated by a tea table. Yeah. Because you you started so young with us where we were playing tea party with our animals and our little plastic teacups, and we sat on the bottom of the pool and played tea party. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, had, we had so many little tea parties over the years that were completely casual, just this part of our play world that by the time we transitioned to inviting friends over for tea or little ice cream socials or whatever and then to real grown-up tea parties where I was sitting at the table with my grandmothers and their friends it was such a seamless transition and I knew exactly what to do because I'd done it with my stuffed animals (laughs) you know wow so that's so so interesting because when we talked about this beforehand you mentioned that that kind of repetition helped you prepare to know how to mingle even cross-culturally in in like some foreign settings or when you meet people that come from a whole different background that you or have a whole different perspective somehow if that some, translated so why don't you explain that to me so i can if understand if somebody is listening from another culture who has never experienced a tea party or some form of women gathering around the table and passing drinks around and having snacks and chatting, I would be so surprised and I would hope that they would make comments on this podcast so we can learn about that culture. But in my experience, I have yet to experience a place or a time or 
any other setting with with women where where I wasn't confident around the table with other women because I knew how to ask for them to politely to pass something and how to share things because of tea parties that I have been to. And how to it ask just translates, polite, yeah, polite questions translates, that open up conversation. Yes, it translates so beautifully from talking to your rabbit and asking your rabbit if you want more, if the little rabbit wants more tea, to teaching your daughter to bring a hostess gift or to ask ahead of time if she needs to bring something and how to wear clothing that is appropriate to the occasion and pretty and honors the other person. Wow. Uh, it just, it's just very, it's a very unifying, I just was doing it because it was fun and my niece desperately wanted to do it. She was so excited. And I didn't, until I sat there with my mother-in-law, I didn't think through the fact that what we were doing was important, not just fun. <laughs> okay. So we've got about a minute before we go to the break. And then when we come back, I want to go further into this because it is something that our culture seems to be like the culture at large has forgotten how to have a polite conversation. Uh, sometimes you just feel like you've been slimed. So um, I want to I want to kind of dissect that and talk about what you can teach your child at the table. And and actually, one of my friends talked about it when he was talking about mentoring kids that have not been raised in stable families. So so you got about a minute. You want to say anything before we go to the break? Oh, I just love. Um, I know most people don't love manners anymore, but I love manners. <laughs> Well, you know, there's a reason. Question is part of that. They're so unifying and confident building. There's a reason for that because it's a a way of of expressing kindness. So uh, we're a very casual culture, and in a way, that's also good. But we'll talk about a little bit more about that. We're going to explore what you can use at a tea party to really help your creative, wonderful little lady grow into a woman who has confidence and can cross cultural lines because she knows what to do and feels good about herself and what she offers to a conversation. So you don't want to miss that. Anna's going to break it down for us. This is Kathy Crafty, C A T H Y K R A F V E dot com. Truth with a Texas twang. Don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. 
I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. We're talking about how you raise a girl who's so confident that she can have a conversation in any setting. And we're talking about tea parties because Anna and I love them. But Anna, I want to just mention to our listening friends, we really want ideas about how to raise confident boys who can who can be comfortable in any setting. And you and I talked about this earlier. We talked about fishing or, you know, I was thinking about our house. Your brother, he loved John Wayne. Chili peppers. Yeah, Chili peppers, well, mom. I forgot. Okay, so we're not going to give that away, but here's what no, I'm asking. No, but that's the answer. Here's what I'm at. Yeah, here's what I'm asking for from our listening friends. If you have a great idea about how to raise confident boys, what well, I really wish you would send it to me. My son is just now grown into a man, and I don't feel like I know that much about it, even though we're done now. And he's turned out great. I'm really proud of him. But but it's but not. You've only like, raised one. Yeah, I mean, it's just different raising boys. I don't feel that that's really my specialty. But if you, you if you're like some of my friends who've raised raised three awesome boys, and you have some ideas for me that make confident young men, I wish you would send those to Kathy Craffy, K R A F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward dot com, and you better believe I will share those. So if you want to be anonymous, you might want to note that on your email. Um, or your comment and let me know. But otherwise, if you want your name out there as an expert, I sure don't mind giving people credit that they deserve when they send us those wonderful comments. It makes me so happy. I don't think it's, I think you did a fabulous job raising my brother. I remember his childhood. I think it's less that we're not experts, mom, and more that we're not men. Oh yeah, It's hard to be. be an expert at something that you've never experienced. When we talk about girl tea parties, and, and being a confident woman, I have such a depth of personal experience. It's true. Whereas men. With, with men and boys, I've always just been looking over someone's shoulder going, oh, that's interesting. That kind of, that looks like it worked. I guess I should ask them. <laughs> I feel men are very mysterious. And we, we our tech guys listening in, I'm going to give a yeah. shout out. We have the best tech guy in the world. His name's Roy Bryant with TogiNet. So, Roy, I'm just giving you a shout out because you have to listen to us talking about tea parties today. So let's get back to that. Anna, uh, I just got a happy face so, on my on my tray on my thing here. Okay, so we're talking about manners. We're talking about graciousness, boundaries. There's so much you can learn just more. sipping tea with your girlfriend. So tell talk let's, about that for me. Let's start with two more uh, examples. Um, I love how how having a specific style of like a tea party, a specific style of hosting like that. Yes. that has something of a format where you tell people. Come over to my house for tea time, and it's even a, tight, a time of day. Like tea time is yeah. normally mid afternoon. 
Yeah. And you can tell them, I, I have some sweet girls coming to my house this next week. And you can tell them things like, well, we're going to pretend like the Queen of England is here. Oh. And they know that that means that if they want to wear tiaras, they can. And I don't oh. care if they wear high heels. We're going to dress it up and pretend like we have royalty in the house because that's part of the fun. <laughs> well, you know what I, I love about that? I used to tell you kids, now you can eat with the Queen of England when you're some very successful person that gets invited to yeah. to the palace. <laughs> Yes. I'm sure that will never happen, but it, you know, it's fun to give kids that idea. Like it could happen. That to have enough confidence that it, you know, it could. Well, okay. So another recent tea party at our house involved all the plastic tea set because my daughter decided she wanted to host a tea party. So she pulled out all her tea things from her room and every little fake cake and every little pretend cookie and all of it and put it all on the coffee table in the living room and then invited her brother and I and all the stuffed animals. (laughs) and hosted a little tea party and and put on her best manners, and I'm sure she had on something shiny because she loves shiny. She pretty much always is wearing shiny. (laughs) Well, and she initiated it. She invited us. It was an honest-to-goodness, would-you-come-to-tea kind of an invitation. And what was so cute is about halfway through, her brother decides he wants to do the same thing. It was like this little snowball effect where because he had been invited and included in something, he wanted to try that out himself. Oh. So halfway through, he decides the thing he wants to do is to go hunting because his dad <laughs> and uh, all his dad's cousins and brothers, they go hunting. It's the, the oh. man thing to do. Oh. So, so he says, Mama, Beth, do you want to go hunting? That is so and cute. Told, I said, well, Jason, we, we have to clean up. The, we have to offer to clean up the tea party. And I mean, you know, all that stuff that you do at a party. We did it. Yeah. And and. Beth offered to help clean up while I helped Jason get out all his pretend guns. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> and we went hunting next, and I hid some things around the house to be targets, and they snuck around the house looking for the targets. <laughs> well, it sounds like we have a great episode on how to raise confident boys. I'm, I'm wondering what, so it, really, what, we, what if I hear you right, what you're saying is this tea party idea that the formal, the formality, we live in a culture that's very casual, but the formality of that actually not only sets up your daughters for success, but even your son is Im- impacted by that and, and influenced. My husband, my husband has fabulous manners at the table. He has been to less parties because they're less his thing. Yeah. Um, he's much he's he's much more likely to know what he's doing out on a piece of property somewhere because of his childhood, wow. or how around. to fix an engine, or how to you know fix your yeah. fix your fishing pole when it goes awry on a trip. But he has impeccable manners because they were they were given to him, and it does lend him credibility in those contexts where he is at a party, just like my sweet little son. Well, and it doesn't have to be a party. It can just be a gathering, even a family gathering. If people respect the manners, that's a way of respecting other people. And it's a way of being inclusive, like my sweet little daughter setting off that domino effect with her brother where she invited us. She didn't say, I'm playing tea party, you play too. She said, "I'm, I'm having a tea party. Do you want to come? Oh. And and that's the way you give an invitation. You let the other person say yes, please, or no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but the formality oh, like of being the formality of being very specific of I'm having a tea party now, tea party on Monday, and sending an invitation or giving a specific call, it allows the other person to. It's just gracious. It just gives them the freedom of a choice. I love but, okay, that so idea. About informality. My other favorite kind of tea party, which is more informal. We do tea time 
play dates in my little oh. circle, sweet friends. And I think they come from one of the dear moms in my life. You know, when we were doing French lessons yes. in high school, and we yes. would go over to that mom's house, and she was amazing because she didn't just expose us to French and have us, you know, working lessons and trying to speak it, but she pulled out a tea cart every single time and gave us a beautiful teacup and we got to have tea. And that's where I learned to like tea was at her Uh house with cream and sugar. I'd never had milk in my tea before. I'd only ever had iced tea in East Texas that I didn't like. (laughs) Wow. That's so interesting. And yeah. that was so, in a way, in a way, that's cross cultural influence because her mother was French. Yeah. So, so uh-huh. we got that beautiful. Her, her mom was what Swiss Argentine, something very um, unique and beautiful. Yes. Yes, you're right. She spoke French, but she was she had a very multicultural background. Uh huh. And and so we were so fortunate to have her influence in y'all's life at that early age and miss her very much. Well, the, the trickle down from that, from that dear grandmother who is one of the adopted grandmothers of my heart, and then her daughter, the mom of my friends, who was yeah. teaching us French and hosting us in her home. And we were there every week for lessons. She could have just said, okay, guys, do the next lesson. Here, let's do some conversation. Instead, she pulled out tea things every week with wow. the teas. And the fallout still is still happening in my world where her daughter and yes. her, the little, the little toddlers, come over to my house and we have tea time. But by that, we mean a play date where the moms drink tea and eat cookies and the children run in circles and pull out every toy in the house. <laughs> and the moms get a break. We it. just sit there. We don't worry about the messes. We just let them, you know, as long as they're being kind to each other, they just get to do whatever they want that, that is in the kid realm in the house. Yeah. They put on plays for us and sing. We put up sheets in the doorway for curtains and then oh, sit wow. back and drink our tea. <laughs> I love it. Well, okay, so let we me call add- it tea time. When we text each other, we text, hey, are you free for tea time today? That's so great. I love it. Okay, so I want to ask you this question. How much of that learning to be confident when you co- cross a cultural line, some, you know, you're with people that are have different background than you do, they have different perspectives than you do, and you're you're going to be interfacing with them. How much do you think when you're talking about this tea time with your sweet friends and their small children, how much do you think the pretending and the imagining to be grown-ups and dressing, you know, with the tiaras and the like the princess and the queen and all that imagination that goes into that, how do you think that impacts these young children as they become adults, just based on your experience? I don't remember sitting down at a table of women where I was, where I felt awkward. Wow. Um, and I've wow. sat down at lots of, in lots of contexts in lots of different places and cultures. But if I'm in a group of women, I'm, I feel pretty confident about how to be kind. Wow. And truthfully, I don't know if it was tea time or just the way you raised us, but that focus of how to be kind is definitely part of it. When you teach a kid how to be the hostess ah. and that their job is to make everyone else be comfortable and to and to be to enjoy what is going on and to have fun at the party yeah. or the gathering, whatever it is, however casual or however formal, when you have that confidence of having been the hostess and been in that role and your focus is kindness, then when you walk into other people's parties, you know how to accept the kindness that is offered. Wow. Um, and to not feel awkward. 
Sweetie, so. you know, we only have two minutes left. I knew this was going to be fast. I had, I would just want our listening friends to know, I had no idea where this was going to go. She was just enthusiastic about the topic, and I knew it would be <laughs> fun because I know she loves tea parties. And But this idea, Anna, that you're saying by hosting a tea party and teaching your child how to do it, even with their stuffed animals, basically what you're teaching them is servant leadership. Yes, and also, you know, remember the parties that we hosted, Mom, where, like, one person showed up in my childhood? Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, oh, yeah. but I remember learning from that. And I've had parties as an adult where I invited a lot of people and, like, literally no one showed up. And I looked at my husband and I went, well, that's time, like, that time's freed up. <laughs> right, yeah. I got to invite everyone and include them and tell them I love them. And when it didn't work for anyone's schedule, that's okay, too. Right. I still got to communicate that I wanted them. I love that. Um, we're so going to run out of time. You're going to have to summarize quickly. We've got oh. 30 seconds. Well, I think tea parties are just a beautiful, fun, I love the vivaciousness of girls enjoying being pretty and together way of teaching confidence and kindness. Okay. You can find this. I'm going to write a blog about this. So you'll find that at KathyCraffy.com. If you've been listening and you just really want her notes, they'll be there along with how to click on this very uh, podcast so you can share it with your friends if you want to. Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F-V-E.com. Truth with a Texas twang. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh,